0: Mm, 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 mm. what is going on good people hello how are you doing welcome and thank you so much for tuning in to the sparks and pours podcast i appreciate you so much and because of your support your appreciation your following that gives me motivation and this is now episode number 22 so thank you so much for tuning in i appreciate you I am Jaleesa Dove, the host and the creator of this beautiful podcast. And like I said, I am super excited and appreciative that you are here and tuned in with me. So thank you. It's the Sparks and Pores podcast. (laughs) So usually on the Sparks and Pores podcast, you know, we got a J, we got a drink going. But this episode, we're going to do it a little bit more differently. And that's because this episode, we are talking about mental health and depression now this like topic is pretty big right now um it's definitely a focus and people are starting to pay more attention to mental health and depression and all that's going on so i thought what better way to educate myself and also to educate you all by you know No better way for education than to bring someone who knows (laughs) about the cause and about the topic. So, joining me today on the Sparks and Ports podcast is Miss Ashi. Hello,
1: everybody. Yes,
0: and Ashi is from...
1: I am from D.C. Yes,
0: from D.C. and representing Fuck Depression D.C. as well. So, um, we are going to be discussing with her, talking about mental health and depression and, you know, her... Uh, experiences and how we as a community as friends as family of individuals who may be going through this situation you know how we can help and support them so you know we're gonna we're gonna do things a little bit differently this time but it's still gonna be a fun and great episode per usual we're definitely not gonna let go of that so we're definitely gonna bring some excitement of to course, you support, of course support. yes now starting with the excitement let's go ahead and get into these sparks so the vmas that happened this week. Uh, pff, did you... Actually, I
1: just uh, washed man. <laughs> I feel like my father ain't up on the time.
0: was <laughs> like, be, be amazed. They did legit, like roll around quick as hell. though. Yeah, like, that like, was not, like, I looked on Twitter,
1: and I was like, what? That happened?
0: <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> Hashtag BMA. What, what's going on? What am I missing? But, yeah, they were last night, 2018 BMAs. They brought it back to New York City and Radio Music Hall, all that goodness. Um First of all, it was long. AF, long. It was long. How long was it? It was long. Um, so, first of all, and second of all to the first of all, uh, <laughs> MTV, VH1, Viacom Y'all slick And I fucks with y'all Because I get it Because what they did mm. You know Monday night That's your night for Ratchet TV Right yeah, You got yeah. your, your basketball loving Your love and hip hop yeah. Right all of that So Viacom was like Alright VH1 is a part of the MTV family What we're gonna do We're gonna give you Love and hip hop Hollywood at 8 o'clock Then we're gonna hit you with the VMAs at 9 So the award show didn't come on until 9 o'clock so... That's late, first of all, both. And it's a school night. <laughs> Especially if you
1: washed. You you in bed by 9 o'clock.
0: You gotta wake up in the morning. Okay, in bed, like, starting to settle down, and then like... And you gonna put some
1: ratchet shit on? Now I gotta
0: stay up. <laughs> now I gotta stay up and watch. And you know I did, like, you know, I did nod off a little bit, but <laughs> I did stay up and watch. So, let's discuss. Um, so Cardi B, she... Well, she kind of opened the show. She had the first award of the night, which was Song of the Summer. Shout out to her. Yes, shout out to Cardi. Yeah, she's doing her thing. 2018 has been, like, super good for her. Mm -hmm. Um, Song of the Summer was I Like It. Do you like that song? Yeah.
1: Like, everybody likes that song. Everybody
0: likes that song. Like, every, and their mama, everybody. (laughs) Yes, like, all cultures, races, like, everybody. I had
1: a, a Hispanic Uber driver, and that song came on. She was lit and I was like, oh, everybody did it. <laughs> <laughs> everybody fucking with Kourtney. Like, I was lit too, and then she hit the first and she lit, and I am like, yeah, you probably know way more than
0: what they said. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially when, uh, was that, Bunny, and, um, the other dude starts coming on, and it's funny because, like, event, like, originally she didn't even want to release the song because of the, you know, like, because they were speaking Spanish and stuff like that, and she was like, I don't know how my fans gonna react but everybody loved that, love that so shout out to Cardi B uh song of the summer I like it and then uh so Nicki Minaj she got best hip-hop for Chun-Li okay yeah
1: okay. I don't know go Nicki it, it had to grow on me because at first I was like ah. yeah and then like after a while <laughs> you with the ratchet shit like it come on you yeah you yeah. You, you, you
0: yeah
1: okay so it, it was like okay
0: Okay, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Okay. I'm rolling it. But see, I liked Chun Li first. It was Barbie Tings that had to grow on me. That I don't even
1: think. Probably if that, I heard Barbie Tings, it'd probably be like, once. yeah,
0: exactly. That's exactly. Yeah. yeah, and then her album, like, I, it's it's a lot of CD, certain so. songs I like.
1: Yeah, exactly. And certain songs I'm like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. And
1: also, I feel like a part of it is because. I'm not, like, the 17-year-old girl who was in love with her anymore. (laughs) She don't quite make... Like, you Really, her fan base is, like, younger than us. Like, she don't really make music for people after a certain age. Like, Mm -hmm. now we're, like... It used to be lit. Like, you know, putting your ass on everybody's face. (laughs) And kind of all that shit. (laughs) Come on, we need some other shit. We're reeling it
0: back in, yeah. And then also, like... Just on her, well, on her album, just speaking on her album, I just, it was a lot of singy songs, and I don't want to hear you sing, exactly. Nikki. um, we, we want you to rap, right, we I, want, I you. want you to rap, but I clap for her, because I gotta give her props, she, her performance last night, or on the BMAs, was, uh, good, it was great, she was rapping, she rapped the entire time. Which was good because usually she just hits you with that. I, I'm
1: huh! See if I can find the clip.
0: Yeah, <laughs> all of that. Like it was, it was really good. But she did it the entire way. Oh, so she, she wrapped
1: her whole songs. She rapped her
0: whole songs. Yeah, she didn't hit the ad lib. So I was definitely happy about that. So go, Nikki. Um, there was an amazing uh, performer. By the name of Jessie Reyes, who she was like one of their push artists. So I guess like one of MCV's new artists or whatever, or Mm -hmm. like somebody who's new and in the game. But she did absolutely amazing. Like her voice was phenomenal. So I don't know if you saw that part because you might have been dozing off too. Because there was so much.
1: (laughs) 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 Man, look it was a work night
0: okay understand understood uh so like some of the other highlights too was um so shout out to childish gambino because he won the award for video with the message for this is america Shout out, so to
1: him for real for real though he yeah came a long way
0: yes really long way. So like
1: you, i'm so proud of him like he's <laughs> so like it's crazy, like, how many people fuck with him now. And it's, like, yeah. y'all already know who he was a few years ago. And it's, like, crazy how things come full circle for people. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm just, like, real proud of him. like Yeah, real definitely. Because he always felt like he was. It. I feel like, like, even his music, he expressed that he didn't think he would make it. Yeah, in this, yeah. In this and team. he was, like,
0: different from everybody yeah. who was out around that time. Because, like, when I first got onto the Gambino, it was, like, his mixtapes. I forget which one it was, but it was the one where he um did the All of the Lights beat. Yeah. Sick, 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 like er, early Gambino, like early. So if you, I I still listen to early Gambino. Yeah, that's probably my favorite Gambino. And he goes off too. But um, shout out to Gambino for um, video with the message for This Is America. And then um, we also have uh, J-Lo. She won the Video Vanguard Award, which is like MTV VMA Highest Award. Uh, Cardi B. So, she won for Best New Artist. Mm -hmm. Shout out to her once again, Cardi B. But the problem I had... So, you watch Stranger Things? Sort of, kind of... So, 11. Yeah, I know 11. Okay, so 11. um, She gave uh, Cardi the award for Best New Artist. And I was just really upset with MTV because... When she when Cardi received the award for Best New Artist, like first of all, the presenter, like, they were on the floor with the audience. Mm -hmm. Like they weren't standing on the stage. So I was like, okay, well, maybe she's doing the entrance portion of the presenting on the floor and she's gonna walk up on the stage and give her the award. But no. She announced that Cardi B won Mm -hmm. and then like they go to Cardi B. And Cardi had to, like, walk from her seat, up the steps, across the stage, down the steps, over to Millie, That's I ridiculous. forget her last Why like, do you just walk up on the stage
1: 11? No. Or have 11, like, it's not her fault, obviously. But, like, right, she's still going to take a direction. Have walk up on the <laughs> stage. Like, after she does this, Cardi B, she walk up, be her halfway. Why she gotta do a whole mountain nope. trip because
0: of <laughs> that's exactly what it was and like even Cardi like you could tell in her face she was like where the fuck am I going like where are y'all taking me to where's my award but you know it was really cool cause she was like you know uh, y'all thought that I, you know, you said or everyone was saying how she made a bad mistake by having the baby, but she's still here, and she's doing stuff. So, shout out to you, yeah. girl. Keep progressing. Um, I don't know if she was like throwing shade at Nikki by calling herself the Empress, and so, you know, Nikki being the whole, or just coming I out really with the think whole that, queen album. That, that,
1: that, that stuff is extra.
0: Like, extra. <laughs> I've been watching
1: like her interviews and stuff, and how she talk about it, and it's like, girl, it's okay that yeah, other artists are coming up. Because you're yeah. not going to be 60 making ass clap music. Like, anyway. <laughs> it's okay. Like, it is fine that you, you're going to have to oh. get the crown up eventually. Like, well, somebody's <laughs> taking my spot. Somebody's going to have to. You're not going to be 75 and twerking. Like, <laughs> come on, Nikki. Like, you're going to get to an age where making this type of music is going to be boring for you. You're going to get bored. Because,
0: right, yeah. Like. And I just like, when you were talking about that, I just got... This weird ass vision of Nikki, <laughs> seventy years old with her ass, and I'm just like, put uh, his pussy on his face, <laughs> like grandma, grandma, gra- grandma Nikki, gra- grandma, grandma Nikki. Can you can you sit down, please, grandma? Gra- grandma, cute cut Oh, Like.
1: With your little walk in. Like, right. Like, no. Okay. No. no. She, like, <laughs> Cardi is like 24. She's young. Like, you're like 10 years older than her. So, there is going to be people. Like, there's going to be somebody who comes after Cardi. Yeah. And somebody after that. Like, there's you always came somebody. After somebody else. So, like,
0: <laughs> Kim. Like, yeah. Remy. Like, you
1: Like you were inspired by somebody else. Yeah. Like, there's going to be people who want to be like you was going to come up and rap too. Yeah. And then, like, they might be better than you. And it, is, it
0: just, is, and it's, it's, it's room
1: for all, not even that they might be better than you, it's like room for all of everybody definitely. to get the coin. Like, it shouldn't be, oh, I'm the queen, and don't play her songs, and, 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 and like, that's crazy, it should be enough room for everybody to eat, like...
0: Definitely. I've said that before, like, we all have our own talents, like, we we can all fit in, in, in a box, or not in a box, excuse me, but, you know, like, in their music industry, they... All of them can fit in the music industry. All of us can fit in the fashion industry. Whatever. Everybody has their own. Like, there's a lane for everyone. There's a lane for everyone. So, just give props when props are due. That's yes, you know, like she would never want to you give know, props when props are due. Right, I mean. Or if she
1: do, it's just like a little slight shade thrown in there. It's like. Right. Like the
0: whole Harriet Tubman thing. Like, that was a mess. Yeah. I was like, really, Nikki? Like, Harriet Tubman? And then the comment, talk about all the queens I remember shook shit up. Queen of the Week may go to Harriet Tubman, so I guess that's for her queen radio, but this is the part that killed me. Had she just sat there and ate her rice, you niggas' history would have been a lot less triumphant. I was like, like bitch. Crying on radio me?
1: shows. Excuse uh, me. Like, okay, she, like, her album did debut number one, am I correct? Yeah,
0: uh, it did.
1: Okay, so it did so but they go number one, then Travis Scott came right behind you and like knocked you to number two. Okay, cool. It is what it is, though. It is. Like, you doing all this radio talk about rigs and all this other stuff and stuff being sabotaged you went number one though like it's just somebody else dropped some music right after you like it is with whole you. time
0: i think travis dropped before her because yeah travis dropped oh, before, so Tra- her. before her yeah travis dropped before her but I, I, her beef is, is like stemming from like spotify and streaming and all of that other nonsense but anyway, like, Nikki, she... I don't know. She's in a bag for no reason. Like, your album's doing good. Like, like just, just
1: appreciate what's going on for you right now. Exactly.
0: And like. boom. There it is. <laughs> but while we're on Travis Scott really quickly, he just released. He's going on tour. Mm-hmm. Yay. Did you like his album? Yeah, I did. Yeah? I okay, it. sweet. So, lip Um, But, like... I'm still in a little bag because the last time he was supposed to come to D.C. with Kendrick, he did not show up. Alright, so, boom, you know what's crazy about <sighs> that? It's <Yeah>. like, <laughs> I actually saw him there. Yeah. <gasps> like,
1: it's crazy. He was supposed to perform, but something happened. He ended up performing at Bliss, and I was at Bliss that night, so he Mother did the show up at Bliss. Like, he was only supposed to do one song. He did, like, five songs at Bliss that night.
0: That nigga... <laughs> Yo, dog... Okay. So, yeah. so, so, what you're telling me is, you saw him and I didn't.
1: Yeah. Betro. and it was, like, it was like, I didn't know, like, I just went to Bliss, me and my <laughs> friends, like, because yeah. like, one of my friends does like, events and stuff, so okay. was like, yeah, come to Bliss, like, driver's gospel supposed to be coming through, whatever. We're like, alright, cool, so we got there, and I don't really like Bliss, because they do the most. Yeah. Like, the yep. most. Yep. And so, I, <laughs> we were ready to go, for real, like, because we was waiting, like, a real long time, so we were ready yeah. to go. And as soon as we were about to walk out, my friend walked in and he was like, where y'all going? He was like, we're about to go home. Like, this is crazy. It's like,
0: he asked y'all where y'all were
1: pushing. What? And my friend was like, where are you going? And I was like, niggas is pushing and stuff and I'm ready to go. And like, uh-huh. he's not even here yet. So I'm like, this is wasting my time,
0: right? So <laughs> I could be home. <laughs>
1: so he was like, "No." And so then he ended up getting us like behind the ropes and shit, and then times so like he like he performed like a couple like a few
0: songs that night. And, wow, yeah. wow, crazy! That yeah, that is crazy. Uh, cause <laughs> like I was so tight, my homegirl and I like, and I'm I'm a big trap. Like I enjoy his music, like mm. his producing, everything. Like I fucks with La Flame. And then, like on the screen, it was like due to some bullshit. It didn't say that, but yeah, <laughs> that's basically. what I read. Right? He's not performing, and I was just like, "Yo, what the fuck?" Oh, and like Birds and the Trap had just came out, oh, yeah. so like I was super hyped Jenny, and like ready to go crazy. it
1: was lit- it, you know like i'm sorry but it was yeah lit. yeah thanks a <laughs> lot
0: ashi thanks
1: <laughs> did i record it <laughs> girl <laughs> maybe i did because like it was like i didn't expect it it was weird. yeah was weird. they only paid him for like one song and he did more because he didn't
0: he didn't perform damn i guess i should have sucked it up and gone to bliss was, what? Is super whack don't go <laughs> <laughs> well hopefully i'll see him this time if he doesn't renege on the show um yeah travis We'll, it we'll times, see what like, happens. Yeah, with,
1: like Kylie Jenner and stuff, like you Kylie Jenner and Stormy or some shit.
0: Say what? Well, yeah, like I, th- I mean, they're. I'm pretty sure they're gonna be see, here I as well. Tyler
1: Scott, do but like,
0: girl, he already in. There's nothing it's we can like, do. Man, It's like, man,
1: like that one. that
0: hears music. is like, bro, you really had a baby with changes. Kylie Jenner? Yeah, he does. He does. But you really did this to us. Yeah, but, he did. To us. I was fucking with you real heavy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, right. And now we're like here. Anybody else? <laughs> okay. Well, he, I, we wish you all the best. <laughs> just keep pumping out that good music. Don't say no to no you, brother. Right. Yeah. Um. So, another congratulations Uh, to Chains. He finally got married no. to his longtime girlfriend. Yay! So, that the wedding was really awesome. nice. Yes, they did like. Versace, Versace, Versace. Of course, it's going
1: to be outlandish. It's just two chains. Of
0: course, most expensive. Uh, But the wedding looked really nice. You know, two chains look really nice. Monica looked nice. His wife looked got nice. Little Wayne, in the suit. Little Wayne. yeah. Let's, let's 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 get on Little Wayne. We big old shade him shouldn't talk
1: about him because I
0: love him so much. Yeah, I I fucks with Wayne too. I, I was listening to so No Ceilings him. the other day. That's I I my boo. But Wayne was looking like crazy. His hair is looking Those crazy. Those dreads are gone, boo boo. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, was like, I think what happened for real girls like after that last round of plaques, <laughs> he didn't take them joints out,
0: right? And then he was just like, "Fuck, fuck it. it,
1: I'm Wayne. Well, I'm fucking regardless." Same. Same. He just let <laughs> like, them mess together, <laughs> regardless. So, that's <laughs> my hair, she right? Really he, Cause but I'm looking at it too, like, what's, what's going on? Right? He was
0: stuff? sticking up every which way, yeah, looking yeah, like, like said, a like, like a bunch like a of spiders congregating.
1: Young Thug got
0: his fix. Young thug, mean, thug. So you could do it. Any, Yeah. and You know, like, they they even have a process where they can, like, add it in so you don't even have to go through the little twisty part. Yeah, like, you right. can just start out long. Boom. I don't know. Maybe he, he needs to hit one of those stylists up. But, um, Kim and Kanye, what did you think about their attire? Because I definitely. I'm just saying, don't show up to my wedding and <laughs> a dress code because I'm going to put you out. All the way out. I'm going to put you out.
1: All the way out. Because you thought you was going to come to my wedding and upstage me. You thought it was. 20. get out! look terrible. That lime green. You look like you Fat, straight out of Fashion over <laughs> At a at two J's, most ex, extravagant, extravagant. Right, like, Kanye on the man. I fuck with the suit. The suit, suit was like, nice, like, I Virgil. Was like, All right, but then you get to the feet. Right, you like
0: granddad. What what was going on? Like Virgil did the suit, which was so, very nice, tip like, top like, Louis Vuitton, and then you, you had to screw
1: not See this? You like. Oh, like I didn't, and so apparently, because I didn't even know. Like.
0: <laughs> apparently, they're like the new Yeezy slides, which I will definitely but stick with Nike because those slides were ugly AF. They could
1: be Yeezy slides, but not to my wedding,
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? Not to my wedding, like. I mean, with they, I'm pretty sure they the would not have black. allowed anyone to come to their wedding like that. Yeah. Over where was it? In like Italy or some shit oh, like yeah. that? They they would have been like, "Yep, yeah, not no." Wow. They look terrible you though. That
1: suit made in black.
0: Yeah, that he, 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 just change your shoes, easy. Ye, that suit was dope. Like I'm just the like you get to the feet and you like. And the shoes looked like they were a half size too small. You got to go flip burgers on Everything. the <laughs> Watch you got slides on. He looked like he was like ah, ah, slide in. Ah, ah. I'm ready to go. Like it was it was terrible, but the wedding looked very nice, so you know, definitely wish Two chains and Miss Keisha the very best to the new Mr. and Mrs. Epps. And, and their kids look cute too. No, that was super cute. Yes. Kind of little kids, little kids. Uh so Drake he's definitely doing his uh his little bit of charity and giving back. He went to visit um one one of his fans who is like terminally ill. Well, not terminally ill, but she is waiting on a heart transplant. Mm-hmm. She has uh, she was born with cardiomyopathy. If I'm pronouncing that right, sorry, there's no MD behind my name. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> but basically, the type of condition she has it like makes it hard for her heart to pump blood. Yeah. So he like went and visited her. That's was really
1: I cute. I saw it. Yeah. It was real cute. It was, real cute. It was really I nice. So nice. Like, right <laughs> and when
0: he came in, she was like. All dumbfounded and stunned, like, oh shit! Like she even pushed her little medical car out of the and way, like, like oh, I- <laughs> Drake's I- in my room. Yeah,
1: he tells me so I can clean up,
0: right? <laughs> Get my room together. <laughs> but yeah, he uh, reached out to her after you know her Kiki challenge video went viral, mm. so. I'm glad that could happen for her because that's, that's so pretty cute. sad. Like you're
1: doing the same with the giving back though. Yeah,
0: That is what's so. up. Also, who gave back uh Mike Will and um Uncle Jimmy from Ray Shermert, they just gave like 100 some odd $1,000 to uh education. That's dope. Yeah, in some type of uh, in some type of way some some you know, um type of volume they gave the education like a hundred thousand. So that's, that's dope. Dumb. So definitely glad like Because we I mean, invest in the children. Yeah. And when you have a platform like that, you have to use it in a good way. Like don't just be, you know, of course we all bum. like to party. Right. Don't be no bum. Don't be
1: a little pump. That's
0: yeah. what I said. Oh, don't be the little pump. Don't yeah. No pump. yeah. Don't don't, don't be, don't little be little. him. Don't be him. Oh, both uh, games? Don't be him. That, <laughs> don't be him. <laughs> yes. That That's the like prime example of when fame fucks you up. Like yeah, don't become punk gang. If you get famous, don't be that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's on a whole nother like, level that I'm not even trying to reach nor go to. But um, but yeah, definitely shout out to Jimmy and Mike Will and Drake and everyone else out there who is using their celebrity platform for greatness. That's a good thing. Definitely a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's like, uh, some so the the Trump. I'm really not political. However, I do know when there's some shit going on. And, like, the Trump dynasty is slowly falling. Uh, Paul Manafort, his... uh, Trump's campaign chairman, was convicted today. He was found guilty by the jury. Found guilty of 8 out of 18 of his charges. So, yeah, they got him on... Uh, tax fraud, bank Mm. fraud, foreign accounts. Yeah, you don't. Yes, girl. Tax fraud. Yeah, Mm. right. Exactly. And so then it was like stuff also going on as far as the payments with Stormy Daniels and all of these Playboy moms. Yo, Trump is like slowly going down. At least his team, anyway. And and then he's next. (laughs) it's, it's,
1: It's too much. Like. It's too much.
0: It's too like, much. Have you
1: seen Omarosa? Um, like, apparently she got tapes.
0: Yeah, yeah. She has tapes. She got the book out. Like, like,
1: it's supposed to be lit.
0: Yeah, it. De- it it's and already lit, the lit the like people a lamp. who
1: voted for Trump gonna be... Like, some of y'all already feel stupid because so y'all got deported, too. Like, I'm, I'm like, I how are you Hispanic feel- and you vote for a dude who said he gonna build a wall to keep <laughs> your family
0: members out of here? Correct. And you like, hell Yeah. What? <laughs> right. Backwards as hell. And then yeah. your wife get deported and you crying. But you what voted you, for this man. Like, Why did
1: you, he said He said this is what he was going
0: to do. Right. And you, I guess you thought, not my family. Yes, your family. <laughs> right. Like. Exactly. Sad but true. And it's like, like now y'all are like crying the shoulda, coulda, woulda's, and I wish I woulda. Yeah! Motherfuckers like.
1: niggas was telling y'all. Niggas been telling y'all.
0: It It just shows you how important it is to get out and vote. Bernie like,
1: Sanders
0: 2020. Like, wait, okay. <laughs> wait, like, this is what happens when you don't vote. Dumb people who don't deserve to be in powerful positions are put in these positions. And so now I'm still, like, puzzled. I don't even know how the fuck he's in the White House, but he's there. But hopefully with, you know, Paul Manafort being found guilty, that can, like...
1: And I'm pretty sure a lot of people he put in his cabinet is guilty as something.
0: Yeah, they gotta be. Gotta be guilty. I mean, they're, they're fucking working with Trump like crooked. Yeah, AF, okay. crooked.
1: They probably all scared of
0: who next nigga who right exactly they gotta be because and all of this is going on going on under the robert Mueller. like you know he's like coming for them Mm -hmm. like he's got it out for them so like they're all gonna go down and this this nigga paul manafort is facing like 80 years so
1: he
0: ain't got
1: nobody he like my ass is eight already already
0: who else wanted a piece of this pack i've been already. All is welcome, because I got 80 years. Yes, so 80 years, and not only that, but he has another trial that he has to deal with in September, about some whole other shit. So,
1: whatever he got to say, he gonna say. Like, it.
0: conspiracy against the U.S. or something, like.
1: He, got, he gonna spill all the beans. He already <laughs> got 80 years. He gonna say. First
0: of all, he's gonna have to spill the beans to save himself, and then also, he's going to have to spill the beans, or he's not going to have to, but he's going to spill the beans because he's going to be scared as shit. Heck yeah! And you know they're probably going to try to give him a deal or something he like that.
1: Thought he was going to go to prison,
0: girl, girl. Probably never thought in a million years, but now look at you. Now look at you. Trump done got you in some shit, and you're about to go to prison. Come on, like it's, join my
1: cabinet,
0: right? We'll join my fun. cabinet, promote my campaign give me an office, do this, do that. And now, now this nigga about get 80 years. 80 years. I wouldn't listen to an
1: orange nigga anyway. <laughs> hey, you don't even know what you are. Like, I'm not listening to you. Like...
0: <laughs> it's going down. All it's going down. His
1: businesses have failed, and there has been proof that all of his businesses have failed. Right. So why'd you ever get in business with that man?
0: Why get in business with him? Why did you people vote for him? This, this is this is as Gambino says. This is America. It really is. This, this is America. Sadly, um, so yeah, so good luck, Paul Manafort. Um, not looking too good for you right now. Eighty years. Good luck. Uh, yeah. Don't drop the soap. <laughs> Eighty years—that's a lot
1: of soap clinging, man. Gee, You may as well get the squirt bottle. <laughs> Time
0: to put it in on the commissary.
1: <laughs> like uh uh-uh, uh uh, soap on a rope.
0: Please. Soap on a rope, please. Please, please. please, please. Soap on a rope. Soap on a rope, so I can put it around my neck. Because if I drop the soap, they're gonna go on my butt. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Right, like Tom from Boondocks yep. <laughs> has a fear of being analyzed. <laughs> right. <to mind>. Like, <laughs> oh, he, like right. he has a
1: genuine fear of being analyzed. <laughs> right. right.
0: That that's your fear time. Like, <laughs> that's
1: your your biggest fear. Right.
0: Like. <laughs> it's now Paul's fear as well. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> good luck. <laughs> so those are the sparks. Now for the poor, we are pouring some good old water. Yes. Staying hydrated. Yeah. Not sponsored, but
1: right. Yeah, not
0: sponsored. (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) So, Miss Ashi, why we are here? We are here because of you, and we are here about fuck depression DC, and to hear about fuck depression DC. So, how did fuck depression DC begin?
1: Um, Well, fuck depression DC like really stemmed from like 2016. Okay. Like I was going through. A lot. I lost some friends in 2016. I was involved in a bunch of drama, mm. and like it was a lot of dramas that some of it wasn't even my own drama. It was just like me carrying a lot of stuff that I shouldn't have been carrying. Yeah, and then it went on my mental, and mm. then like I was just like, "So this is like a really sad year." Like it was like really sad.
0: What what happened? Like to- it was just like, okay. So,
1: I one of my friends got into a little relationship. Yeah. They didn't quite work out. And me and the individual don't cry. Like, it's just a lot. It's a whole thing. For, like, it, like, to go into it, it would take forever to really mm-hmm. go into, like, details. And I don't really want to go into details without the other party here. Okay, gotcha.
0: Understood. That's respectful. Um,
1: it was just a lot. Like, 2016 was a lot for me. Like, mm-hmm. it was a lot of back and forth, a lot of fake love, a lot of fake friends, a lot of bad energy, a lot of... People saying things about me that's not true. Like a lot of, and like a lot of it coming back to me, and like a lot of, a lot of he say she say. Yeah. You did this. You said that. Like a whole lot. And at this point, I'm like 21, 22. Like I don't mm-hmm. want to hear this. Like I'm too old for this. Right. So like, and then I'm carrying a lot of like emotional baggage. Because, I, I guess I would, like, I would call myself an empath, like, when I talk to people, like, like people find me easy to talk to. Mm-hmm. And so they would unload all of their issues Oh, with wow. Me, so you, you were everybody's therapist. Yeah, like, I'm, like, everybody's, like, emotional, <laughs> trash receptacle. Like, I'm taking it all. Like, what's wrong with you? Okay, so what's wrong with you? What's mm-hmm. wrong with you? So then, like, it just came to a point where it's, like, I was, like, really down. So then, like, 2017 came around, and I was, like, working in my, um, my grandpa's owned a business, and I was working in the office. And I was just like, I don't know, like it just came to my mind that I wanted to do like a support group for people mm. with mental health. Because also not only am I do I go through my own mental health issues, my main parent, my father, he has a mental oh. illness. So I've always been around like mental health my whole life. Like my my probably like my only parent has mm-hmm. a mental illness. So. Wow.
0: What do you mind if you don't mind me asking, I'm what is your not really sure
1: what his diet is like I'm not sure like schizophrenia or something like that like okay. some, some sort of psychosis I'm not sure mm-hmm. but like I've had to deal with that my whole life wow so like and then when I got older I had my own issues with like depression and stuff so mm-hmm. and that really started when I was like 17 like my senior year of high school I was going through a lot too mm-hmm. so like it was just like a lot added on add on add added on and I never like so to this day, like, man, now me being grown, I know I need to probably go see somebody to talk to. Mm-hmm. But, like, so it's it just, like, a lot of years of pain and, like, stuff mm-hmm. added on to the point like, 2016 was just, like, the waterfall. Like, it was just, That's like... That's when... Yeah, like, it was just, like, everything. Yeah. Like, Shh. So then, like, when 2017 came, I was just, like... I was thinking about it. I was like, I want to do like a support group. I have been talking about it for like a while, but I always like been scared to do it because I also mm-hmm. have anxiety too. So okay, I go through that too. So I was really, I was really scared to do it in general. So like, mm-hmm. I was just like sitting in the office and I was like brainstorming ideas. And I called my friend Johnny, and she was like, "Well, if you ever want me to draw something up for you, I would draw it for you." So she's like, the art, she like everything on our shirts. She drew it herself.
0: Okay. So the so like it's like a part of. Fuck Depression DC. She's, like, the creative director part? Okay, Johnny, okay. So she does all
1: of, like, the artistry and all that stuff. Okay, cool. So I called her. And, like, she also goes through, like, her own mental health issues, Mm -hmm. too. So, like, we wandered over that. And then my best friend, Sunny, she's kind of, like, our brand ambassador. I called her, too, and I told her that's, like, I was kind of thinking about starting a support group, and she was like, if that's what you want to do, I'm going to support you. Nice. So, like, it was just me sitting down for a while, just sitting on it. And then, like, one day, like, I was just like,
0: fuck it let like, <laughs> just why what happens. yeah yeah
1: so like uh me and johnny sat down and she drew up some stuff mm-hmm. and we made some like it took like over a month like she drew up some stuff and then we made some shirts or whatever and then it was like i don't know if you know blackout for tumblr so what's no what's blackout tumblr is like where tumblr blackout is like when it's like a day mm-hmm. where like all of your african-american like people they share with like pictures and like Create like as far as creative wise, or if they do like anything creative, okay. Or, like, to get exposure, basically, okay. Like cool. So like a promotion, day. okay. Like, cool. it's like a celebrated day, like shout out to you for being black, melanin power, like nice. So like it was coming up, so like I told my friend Johnny that's when I wanted to do it or whatever, mm-hmm. like put it out then because it will get more traffic. So then we did that, and it ended up getting like a lot of responses and stuff like that. So then that's when like we created like the IG and stuff like that, sweet. And then. Through creating the IG is how I met Alyssa, the girl who um, shot my mental health episode for Let Your Voice Be Heard. I met her through Instagram after we created the page. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, so
0: So it's been going on since then. So Fuck Depression DC is more so a support group for those who are battling depression so or also mental illness any mental as well illness. any mil- yeah. mental illness okay so with um fuck depression dc like what kind of services do you all offer like if someone is to contact you and you know if they're going through something you know okay mm-hmm. so like
1: most of the time like when we get contacted it's like for one to more of an understanding because like we're still pretty small like we're trying to figure mm-hmm. out where exactly we're trying to grow to and what avenue but as far as, like, right now, we always, like, leave our email up or, like, our Tumblr inbox open and our DMs are always open because, like, whenever somebody email like messages us, we always want to respond. So more of it's, like, a helping each other because even I use the page for me mm-hmm. for when, like, I'm feeling set. I'll post, like, how I'm feeling and then people mm-hmm. will comment and it's, like, more of, like, a community. More okay, of. nice. Like, so, like... We want it to be a community, so even, like, some people who don't know each other, they'll comment to each other, and they'll have their own conversations under our post, mm-hmm. or, like, stuff like that. So it's more, I wanted it to be more of a community where you can meet people alike, you who understand you, because you might feel like you don't know anybody who feels the same way you do. Right. So that's why I also created a page, so that we can find people who do feel the same way we do, and we can talk each other through it.
0: Nice. So when you were going through, because you said that you... Battling anxiety as well, and when I was, um so I did watch the "Let Your Voice Be Heard" mm-hmm. uh episode one featuring you, and like who or when you were going through that depression, or you know, who did you feel that you could turn to because, fuck depression, you hadn't created it yet. Yeah, I didn't
1: really <laughs> talk to anybody, for mm-hmm. real,
0: for real, like.
1: And it's also probably stems from, like, you know, the stigma in African-American community about mental health. Like, mm-hmm. you don't really talk about that stuff like that. And if you do bring it up, you're often told, like, you're too young to be feeling that way. Or you don't got nothing to worry about. You got food in your stomach and clothes on your back, so what you mean you feel that right, way? Right, yeah. So, like, I've heard things like that. Mm-hmm. Or, like... I've even said I'm tired and you're too young to be tired. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so... Like, no, no I'm, I'm, gonna I'm, I'm really tired. Like, <laughs> like, tell you, like, yo, some days I feel like I don't want to be here. And mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to come tell you that because if I tell you I'm tired, you tell me I'm too young to be tired, so... Imagine if I tell you I'm suicidal, what you gonna say then? Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I was just, like, it was a lot of stuff, like, I held in, in myself. Mm-hmm. And, like, a lot of things, like, I had, I tried to work, I don't condone it, like, at all. You shouldn't work through your mental health issues yourself. Like, mm-hmm. I'm still working on that. I know that as myself and as an adult, and I need to go out and find somebody to help me with my mm-hmm. mental health issues because. But, like, a lot of the things that I went through, I worked through on my own. Or Like, I would talk to, like, me and my friend Sonny have been friends for, like, 11 years, and we've gone through a lot of similar things together. So, for real, for real, for a long time, we only had each other. Okay. So, we would, like, talk to each other, but we two mentally broken people. We can't fix each other the way we should be able to, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Because we're still going through stuff separately, and then we're trying to fix each other. Right. So, like, it's just, like, you need more. Yeah. Like, so, that's also why I created a funk depression, because you need more than just that that you need a community you need uh, you need hella support definitely like you need hella support and if you're not getting it from your family Mm -hmm. you know you might that's how people end up hanging up the wrong crowds or going to do like the wrong thing so we want to create a community like if you're not getting support anywhere else you can come get that
0: support and that love here Mm -hmm. so yeah so that's a good thing because I mean like you were saying sometimes people feel that they don't have anyone to go through or you know the same person I'm talking to maybe they not they may not understand exactly what I'm saying or we're both going through something, so, you know, how are we going to fix each other? But, you know, I do, I do feel that it's a great thing that you have started Fuck Depression DC for that to be a space for others to come and to help. And that, you know, it is a start that you do have people that you can turn to. So why do you, I mean, especially like with yourself, because you were just saying that, you know, you need, yeah. you know, to go and get help. So why do you, what are your opinions or why do you feel that mental health is such a stigma in the black community?
1: I just feel like, I don't know why. Like, honestly, I couldn't tell you why. I just honestly feel like it's like nobody wants that kind of label, like, mm-hmm. to be labeled as crazy. Like, right. when, most time, people who have mental health issues, they tie into it as crazy. But there's a whole wide spectrum of different mental illnesses. Mm-hmm. Ones are more severe than others. You know, there's ones are more debilitating than others. There's a wide spectrum. So, mental health, like, mental illness doesn't always equal... You're shit crazy. Right. Like, you don't need to be locked in a home.
0: Or a strapped in a jacket yeah, or anything. it's not. Mm-hmm. But,
1: like, a lot of times when you hear mental illness, or, like, you go to someone like, yeah, I have a mental illness, they go automatically to the super extreme, or schizophrenia, or things like you may need to take real-life, like, medication for it to mm-hmm. help you get through the day. And it's like, sometimes people live with depression every day. People go to work every day with depression. People do have kids and have depression. Like, mm-hmm. so, like... It's just, I lost my
0: train of thought. Like,
1: yeah. It's just like, nobody wants that label.
0: To be called crazy yeah, like, or, or to like. to give
1: somebody anything that they could put over their heads. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, even like, with the, I work with kids with special needs. And I mm-hmm. like I come across other kids, like, because I work with kids with special needs, I now recognize signs. And mm-hmm. like I see kids, like, now, like, I'm like. That kid probably needs to go get evaluated or whatever, but a parent might not want to get that child evaluated because they don't want their child to be labeled. They mm-hmm. don't want their child to be in special needs classes. They don't want them to have to go through their teasing or what may come from being in a special needs class. Even though it might benefit them, mm-hmm. they don't want that societal label on them. Yeah. So that's probably that's a, I feel like that's a lot of reason why we don't talk about it as much. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's also a mental illness or being sad or like even feeling any type of emotions is seen as being weak. Like,
0: mm-hmm. sort of, sort of. right, yeah, that's very true. You so, don't want anyone to see you cry, and you don't you want nobody to see you cry or see you Any emotion, any, like, yeah, at all,
1: like, at all. and I was like, that's also how I was raised. Like, I was a crier, like, everything I did, I, really, like, my emotions, I just cried, like, mm-hmm. all the time. I was pissed. Like I just crying, cry.
0: Crying, <laughs> right, 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 yeah, like,
1: I really had to grow out of that, like, because like you can't just be crying in front of everybody. Because I used mm-hmm. to get made fun of for crying, but you don't know why I am crying. But I used to get made fun of crying, go get called a cry baby. So I had to grow out of crying because mm-hmm. you just can't. I learned that at a young age, you can't. People gonna see you as weak. People gonna pick on you. People gonna do this to you because you cry because right. you feel. Yeah, like, you know what I am saying. So like I learned at a young age, like not to feel as mm-hmm. much. And so then that was really hard for me as growing up as a teenager because at this point i'm not feeling like i'm just burying things like how i'm if i'm sad i'm just burying it or like if i'm crying i'm crying in my room with the doors closed like it's mm-hmm. stuff like that like so it's just a lot like that's like fuck depression is like really important to me because like i've been through a
0: lot of yeah stuff.
1: like and then i know like i still like like you said i know i need to go mm-hmm. to a therapist like i probably should talk to some some other
0: people mm-hmm. Since you haven't uh, reached that just yet, because even when you know, you know, because I've been told before or, you know, like just needing to talk to someone and it's kind of like you put it off and you put it off, but it's like you can't really do anything until you're ready. So like, how have you been coping with, you know, your emotions and, you know, the mental emotions that you go through and ups and downs, like what are some things that you do or, you know, how are some ways that your friends have helped you, maybe? I
1: try, Never. like, I tried to be mindful of, like, my triggers, like, mm-hmm. things that make me sad, like, I know, like mm-hmm. I try to be mindful of my triggers. I've also been, like, it's, like, it's hard, like, it's good and it's bad. Like, I've been taking, like, a lot of time, like, I, at some one point, a time, like, in 2016, like, after I was completely done with all that drama shit, I completely cut ties, like, chopped and went by myself like, like starting
0: over like completely completely
1: chopped because yeah. i'm solo like i don't not talking to anyone and mm-hmm. it's like since then like i haven't really been able to get back into my regular schedule like i'm still kind of hella reserved mm-hmm. so like it like it's just like a thing like i was like i've become really comfortable being by myself and mm-hmm. like chilling like but also like that's cool like in the beginning to like use that to get yourself together like that's how i became more self-aware so i spend the time with myself okay and realizing what does trigger me and what could i do to make myself feel better so doing a lot of self-care things like mm-hmm. even just like go get my nails i go get my hair done if i just sit in the tub for 20 30 minutes and watch my favorite show if mm-hmm. so i smoke one or whatever like you know what i'm saying like self-care things and mm-hmm. then like it's just like now i'm at a point where i need to learn how to now that I I am becoming self-aware of myself, infiltrate myself back into my normal, like, physical society life. Like, Mm -hmm. I have a hard time now, like, being social. Because I've come, like, I've really secluded myself so much to get myself together, it's Mm -hmm. really hard for me to become social. And so, like, that's also what I use fuck depression for, to also, to, like, talk to people, because I need myself to become more Mm -hmm. social. Like, it's to a point, like, my messages are turned off. Like, I don't know when I get text messages and I've become so comfortable in that I haven't yet to turn them back on. Mm-hmm. So, like, people will text me. I don't know. Like, I've become so comfortable being solely by myself and not mm-hmm. worry about anything but myself to get myself together. But it's not good because then you start yeah, to lose right. relationships
0: that mean things to you. Definitely. So And
1: then, like, also when it comes to a point where you want to date, it's really hard for me to
0: try to date. Like, I tell people all the time it, I don't date. Is it because of, like, your anxiety, your, like, it's social like, anxiety a situation, lot of things, or like, or this...
1: anxiety, like, you know, you just like you've been hurt before and mm-hmm. then like you have having depression, anxiety and then being hurt before is really hard. Like it's really hard. Mm-hmm. And so then like the way I especially the way I carry my my feelings, I didn't express them. Like, all right, you heard my feelings, alright, cool bye. And then mm-hmm. I'm moving on. But I really should express more emotions like to those people who hurt me. Let them know how they hurt me. Like also to other people with like depression and stuff like that. We have to express those emotions, like let people know we're hurting how they hurt us. We can't just keep burying those emotions and keep tacking it on, tacking it, tacking it on, because we're gonna take it out on somebody who doesn't deserve it. Right. So like, it's just like, um, it's like, it's like it'll build up. Mm-hmm. So like, what's the
0: question. Well, like, like, I mean, <laughs> well, like, I mean like, you, I you did, talking. you I did answer it, like, yes. <laughs> okay. So. And that's cool. That's cool too. Now another question for you is: so you did say that like when you would deal and kind of like cope and self-medicate that you did smoke so how do you like what are your or what is your opinion about smoking and you know mental illness or just like i guess like self-medicating because i use my googles i do my googles and i did find that you know different people it affects people in different ways just like you know if there's someone who doesn't have you know depression or mental health it you know affects people different ways so Question to you, uh, to reiterate, is you know how has smoking helped you instead of making you more depressed? You know how has it helped to to get you out of that state? It's really tricky. Okay. Like, <laughs>
1: marijuana is really tricky. Like, that's why I was like, I don't say I condone so like self self medication, ma- self medication. I don't condone okay it at all because it's really like you have like you have to like really become self aware mm-hmm. if you're going to self like i wouldn't i wouldn't even call marijuana really self-medicating I think, like, everybody <laughs> right. smokes weed. like i wouldn't even call it self-medicating i, I think like self-medicating is like you like, know that, like drinking like, yourself to sleep like i don't like i've grown a lot mm-hmm. with weed like okay when i first started smoking i had to smoke every day like i was mm-hmm. smoking every day multiple like three four or five six times a day and well, i mean was like, that
0: like because of how you were feeling yeah or, like, okay yeah feeling,
1: and then like it like was blocking like, it everything was always out. readily accessible, like, and it's just like, the, all right, I gotta class, gotta smoke. Okay, I gotta go do this homework, gotta smoke, gotta, mm-hmm. gotta smoke, gotta smoke, gotta smoke. Now, sitting here in 2018 today, I still, I, I don't feel myself that I smoke as much I as much weed as I used to. Like, mm-hmm. I used to smoke a lot. I used to spend, shit, used to spend <laughs> on it's not even funny. Like, it's not even funny. <laughs> so, like, now, like, watching myself and how I smoke, like, mm-hmm. I don't even smoke whole J's anymore, like, especially if I'm by myself. Like, mm-hmm. I smoke like half a J. And, like, that, jet, the other half of J could be saved for tomorrow. Like, I really don't. I grew in. Because it's like, all right, I used it real heavily yeah. to get myself out of those emotions and stuff. Mm-hmm. But when I became self-aware, I started to try to wean myself off of it. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't become something I'm super reliant on to be a
0: functional person. Gotcha, yeah. Yeah, cause you, I mean, you definitely don't want to do that. Because it's like, well, yeah, You know like, what, it it can't. Is,
1: I can't function without it. Like, once I felt to the point where I was like, I feel like I can't function without it. Mm-hmm. I started trying to back off of it because it's like I I can't be that dependent on something because mm-hmm. I might not have it accessible to me at all times. Right. So, so there's no way I could be dependent on a substance that I might not have with me all the time. There's gonna be places I can't do that. Like I work a job now. Like it made mean, my job before this. I could smoke at work. Like just go. All right, on the break, step outside. hit You know. Oh, my back.
0: Well, all right. My job right <laughs> now,
1: I gotta be twelve four hours sober. Right. So like I had to like wean myself mm-hmm. off of it
0: and actually like find other things yeah, that would like make you to happy do. and other yeah. things
1: to do absolutely like so music is really important to me mm-hmm. like um I do a lot of watch I don't know I got into YouTube recently I watch a lot of like BuzzFeed videos okay. that like make me like make me like I like to watch BuzzFeed videos it's like mm-hmm. something I like to do um I like to like read I read a lot I mean, oh, read okay. a lot of books like things that like Help me escape, but in, like, a good way. Like, mm. put it, the energy somewhere else. Yes. Like, instead of, like,
0: self-medicating. At, right, and having else. it just, yeah. like, sit and just, like, fester inside you of you. Escape, but
1: in, like, a book is, like, reading is a really good way mm-hmm. to escape without really, you know, losing yourself. Like, it's real easy to get lost in a book. Especially if it's a really good book about something you enjoy. Yeah. It's a really good escape, especially if you feel like there's a lot of stuff going on and you need to get somewhere mentally. hmm Go ahead and read a book. Like, you'll be great. Like, turn off the tv because commercials fuck (laughs)
0: you (laughs) up nice so like um going back to your childhood and like dealing with a parent who was you know was dealing with mental illness how did that like affect you growing up and you know how did you deal with that it was like it was really scary
1: like as a kid, because I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. Like it was just like a lot going on. Like sometimes I couldn't stay with my dad; I had to go stay somewhere else. So sometimes my dad wouldn't be home; he'd have to go somewhere. And that's just what they would tell me: like your dad had to go. Like he'll be back. Da da da. Like mm-hmm. you know, like you're not gonna tell a kid flat out like we had to send your dad away. Like right. you know what I'm saying? So I didn't really know for real, for real that that's what was wrong with my mm-hmm. dad. I just knew my dad was a little wonky. Like my dad's not like everybody else's dad, but mm-hmm. like. um, it just came to a point where I came to realize like what it was for real, and then like my dad sat down and talked to me about it for real, for real, mm-hmm. and like you just come to an understanding. It. But it's real hard. Like it's it's hard. Mm-hmm. Like because when you have a parent with illness, sometimes you have to help them, and so it's real hard to snap back into that child role when they want to be your parent, and you're just like, well, when like Which sometimes way I'm doing it? for you, you know what right, I'm saying? So yeah. I'm like. Me and my father used to butt heads a lot. We used to fight a lot. Like, Mm -hmm. But, like, as I've grown older, I've learned to, like, pick my battles and, like, figure out what's really necessary to argue about, what's really necessary to fight about, like. And it's, like, a lot. Because, like, we used to argue a lot because I used to have a lot of anger. Like, I'm not saying I don't still, but, like, Mm -hmm. it used to manifest a lot in really, like, bad ways. Yeah. So... I had to work on that too because I used mm-hmm. to have like a really, really bad attitude. So, me and my father used to butt heads all the time because my mm-hmm. attitude was trash. So Right. And
0: then what he was dealing with mm-hmm. and it kind of just all didn't work together. Yeah.
1: So, it was like a lot of growing with each other. Because mm-hmm. I was like, my, I'm my father's only child too. So, it was like, okay, we, had, wow. we basically kind of had to grow together.
0: Yeah. Help each other out. Yeah. yeah. So what? how does he feel about you doing Fuck Depression DC?
1: He only knows, like, minimal things. Yeah. Because I'm really scared to talk to my father about certain things. Why? So, like, I'm just really, like, scared to talk to him. Like, I've always been, like, that way, like, kind of scared to talk to my father about certain mm-hmm. things. Like, he knows a little bit about it, but he doesn't know, like, the extent or, like... I just, like, I don't know what I'm waiting for to tell him. Like, <laughs> but, like, I just... I don't know. I tell him I talk about mental health a lot, though. Okay. he's, like, cool with that and stuff like that. And I'm also, like, also because my father doesn't know I do, like, certain things. Like, I don't, certain things about my father's story I don't tell because Mm -hmm. it is his story to tell. Absolutely. Even though it didn't affect me. And Mm -hmm. so, like, I also kind of fear, like, how he'll feel, like, if he watched, like, my video and be, like... Right, wait a minute! You
0: weren't supposed to, weren't supposed to go that deep into that part. (laughs) Totally feel you. So your logo is the middle finger. Yes. Fuck depression, DC. I mean, was that kind of just like easy to come up with? Middle finger, fuck you. Fuck depression, fuck you. Type of thing. I really
1: wish I could have like my old notes from when I first like. I (laughs) I was like, really, like I really, like really wish I could remember my thought process.
0: Like
1: I just knew that I wanted to make a support group. And I was like, we could do t-shirts to bring awareness and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, like, it was just more of us just, like, sitting down to talk. I don't know. Like, I really wish I had my... <laughs> it's, like, it's been, like, a year and a half now. So, like, mm-hmm. it's just, like, it just came about. Like, it was just, like it came to a point where it's like, fuck it, like,
0: just- nigga,
1: you go through shit and there's probably other people out here who go through shit and don't have nobody to talk to. Mm-hmm. Because I knew, like, I always wanted to do that. Even growing up, like, I wanted to work I, Like, I go to school for psychology. so Oh, nice. Yeah, like, I wanted to be a therapist or, mm-hmm. like, work in the mental health field regardless. Right. So it was coming for me regardless. Nice. So I just wanted to do something for, in my youth, because in our generation, like, at this age, like... This is where we really need that support. Definitely. Like like 20, like 21, like when you're trying to figure out what you want to do with your life and who you are, so you need the most support. Mm -hmm. And it's not like you don't need nobody comparing you to nobody else or anything. Like just support you and try to find yourself Mm -hmm. and trying to figure out what's going to make you happy in life. Because a lot of times, like our parents force us into jobs or. Positions to where we feel we have to please them, mm-hmm. and it's not fair because then you get forty and you're upset that you didn't get to do what you wanted to do when you were younger. Yeah. So like this, we're, we're supporting get creatives. So, like if you like follow your dreams for real, for real, for real, for real. Like <laughs> what your parents say, like you don't want to be forty and regret that you didn't try something when you were twenty two. So that was, like also I thought about that when doing this. I don't want to be thirty something. They like, damn, I should have did that.
0: Right. So I was just I like, I should have made that group yeah. thing. Yeah. Definitely. So it's like, so you the, talking a lot about the youth, and I definitely agree with you. You know, I feel that a lot of young people they feel that they don't have anyone to go to, and even you know, young adults we're out here lost in the world. So is that um, mainly your target uh, audience for Fuck Depression DC? Like just youth, or yeah, is like, like there's like an yeah, age limit
1: or anything? It's like? really like. There's no age cap for it mm-hmm. It's like I have people who are like grandpa. I have like a couple grandpas who follow me on Instagram. Oh like, nice. You know what I'm saying? So like it's like people like some grandmas. Like it's like cool, but it's like it's like my main focus wanted to be people for who are in my age group because at this it's real easy to get lost for the rest of your life mm-hmm. at this age group. Like it's real easy just to lose yourself and be lost for the rest of your life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we see that all the time. Like people get age 23, don't you know, get stuck in a job that they hate. Or completely lose themselves, or end up doing drugs and lose themselves. Mm-hmm. Like it's real easy to get lost at this age. So yeah, you need that support. Like you really need that support. Like push you to do the right things. Or like like I see posts from like people I follow who are like, I'm gonna take like twelve pills tonight. Like yeah, don't do that.
0: Don't yeah, do that. like you know what I'm saying. Like so, how do you like when you see a post like that? I mean, are you? I reach out. Like yeah, yeah please immediately. Do yeah,
1: like, I get it. Like. You might not feel like you, might feel like you don't want to be here, but please don't do not do that. Like, mm-hmm. just to let them know that somebody's out here who would want you to be here. Right. Even if you don't, I don't know you personally, I would love for you to still be here when I wake up in the morning. I would love to still see your post on my Instagram. Like, yeah. please don't do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Nice. So I try to do stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I do follow, like, some, it's like, I've got some younger kids too, like some 16, 17, like don't do that. Like, <laughs> like, please. Try to you like help them saying? in intervene, the right like, direction. Please, yeah. yeah. Cause like, even if you feel like your parents aren't listening, like come talk, like send me a DM, send me an email, like please, mm-hmm. like just anything else other than that, like you, anything else. Like that's why I also preach a, a hell of a lot of self-care on my page. Mm-hmm. Self-care, self-care, self-care. Take time for yourself and your mental health. If you are working a job where you work nine to five Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. call off one day and yeah. chill the fuck out. Like, cause it's real easy to lose yourself. I have to remind myself to do that. I work every day. I go to school. Like I, wow. so I have to do stuff. Like when I say my social life is severely suffering, it is <laughs> suffering. Like yeah. and I really have to get it back. Like I really want to get it back because I don't want to lose relationships because I separated myself completely. So I try to get back out there. It's mm-hmm. real hard, and I really feel like people don't understand. Like you un- understand that this is an issue. Like trying to be social, I don't think people mm-hmm. understand. Yeah, it. and like it, people like so that little post, is, like your phone always in your hand, but you don't text back. Nigga, my notifications is off. I didn't even know. Like, <laughs> you, like yeah, you, like there's like little things, or like I sleep a lot, I work a lot, like mm-hmm. so it's not that I don't fuck with you. It's just like I'm really tired, or mm-hmm. like niggas got do have depression. Like I'm working through things. Like I just, so I just like. So I talk to people. I guess I should. I do try to talk to people by day about it, but also it takes me a while to open up to a certain level about it. Yeah. But I probably should do better with that. Cause, but then I also feel like they still will not understand for real, for mm-hmm. real, for real. Because niggas always concerned that who else you're talking to when you're not talking to them in the <laughs> like, So it's, Like, it's, nobody. I'm sleeping.
0: <laughs> so mainly right now, as far as you and your mental health is just trying to find the right person to talk to that will be able to understand. help you and like, understand
1: I have, a, yeah. like, I should baggage. <laughs> you know what so yeah. like, And it's like. I, it's like, and it's like this is common. Like I talk to other people. Like people feel this way. Like with depression, it's like mm-hmm. real. It's scary getting into relationships because some wow. days I'm not going to want to talk to you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I might not like real live. Like I need you to like be here with it because some days I'm really like I am look sad as fuck and you. It's nothing you can be able to do about it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that could be really hard for somebody who loves you. Like you sad as fuck and there's nothing you, they can do about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's like also like the way it's hitting on my head with stuff like that.
0: So, so for, uh, I guess, like, what advice could you give to someone who, like, a friend who, you know, like, if, or, like, what advice would you give to my listeners if they have a friend who's dealing with depression or their parents or, you know, someone in their personal community? Like, what, what ways can they assist with that individual? Because, I mean, you see, like, you know oh, my loved one is going through something, but it's like, I don't know what to do.
1: For so, real, like, yeah. it's just like, I just like the knowing the feeling that somebody's there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if we're not talking, just be there. Because mm-hmm. sometimes it might be something they don't want to talk about. But if you're just there to sit with them, like, or it's like, like sometimes I just want, like, company. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about what's wrong with me. I don't want to talk about what happened i don't want to talk about why i feel this way i want to sit on the couch and eat ice can and be fat can you come <laughs> do that with me like yeah. you just do like little stuff little things that make them happy mm-hmm. that like surprise them with like their favorite candy or something like that like i've had some of my friends like no i'm satisfied can bring me some candy because candy is my shit like so <laughs> yeah. like even though i'm satisfied this brightened my day a little bit because mm-hmm. like you thought about me so like we just like me personally like my fear of in depression is like And also, like, my favorite is, like, being forgotten about, Mm. like, because I am so reserved. So, like, I, like, see my friends out with each other and stuff. And, like, I was, like, my fear is, like, I'm going to be forgotten about because I can't get myself to the point where I need to be to be out there. Yeah. So, like, I'm going through it, too. Like, even as a controller of the page, I'm still going through it, too. So, like, Mm -hmm. I just, like... For people who have friends or, like, families with depression, just, like, try to be there in the best capacity that you can be without judging them for feeling the way that they feel. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes it really might not make sense to you. Like, they spilled a bowl of cereal this morning and fucked up their whole day. It's not going to make sense to you. But, yeah, that's how they work. That's how they feel. It's happened to me before. Like, I've done something really small and it made me cry. Like, it happens. Mm -hmm. So we need just really need that support there. Those people who won't be there without asking too many questions or like judging us for feeling fucked up about little shit because sometimes little shit still gets to you.
0: Yeah, definitely. Wow. So, um, as like, do you is there space in Fuck Depression DC for those who would want to come on to like assist you with, you know, talk (laughs) like a team? Like, do you have a team besides Johnny and Sonny? I asked
1: about your ring light because I'm interested in doing a YouTube thing. Yeah okay. I, I kind of want to. I also kind of want to like take it like out. Like I want to do events where people actually come and meet each other mm-hmm. and like network with each other and know that they're like okay where you live? Where do you live? You live the tree for me so if I ever feel sad we can meet like meet people alike so you mm-hmm. really don't feel alone. Like, it's not just an internet thing. Like, you really know that person. You exchange numbers with that person. You can FaceTime that person. You know what I'm saying? Like, stuff like
0: nice. that. Nice. So, like, little phone tree type yeah. <laughs> or throwback phone tree how you would so, like, just be everybody able to call just, someone.
1: Does, you ever feel sad you can call that person or if that person not awake at this time this person will be awake at that time. You know what I'm saying? Like, so there's like, a connection like you're never alone for real for real
0: gotcha so is that what's next for fuck depression yeah, DC? Like we
1: have like we're starting to try to figure out what our next steps would be to do like an event, so that we could bring people together
0: nice well i definitely wish you all the best uh with your events with your health with everything that you have going on for my listeners that are trying to get involved how can they find and how can they help
1: you can find us on Instagram at FuckDepressionDC. My um, personal page is Ashitashi, A S H I E T O S H I. And for right now, we just use Instagram. We also do have a Tumblr, it's FuckDepression202.tumblr.com. We do that too.
0: Nice. Well, thank you so much for stopping by the Sparks and Pores podcast and for opening up as it well because I mean. that's definitely you know something that's not easy to do yeah. especially about a topic that's you know heavy and you know it, it
1: can be a and little a much. sober episode guys so yeah and
0: hard. this is so <laughs> <That was> hard. <laughs> right with with your dealings <laughs> so I definitely appreciate you and I also appreciate you all for listening as well uh, make sure to follow us so that you can stay updated on our episodes and everything that we have coming up. Um, we are on Instagram. We are also on Twitter and Facebook. That's Sparks and Pours. Regular, regular spelling. Don't switch it up or make it fancy. Just Sparks <laughs> and Pours. <laughs> All right, and make sure to follow me, the host and the creator, Jalisa bald uh that's j-a-l-i-s-a-b-a-l-d you can find me there i'll also follow back and show much love as well of course of course yes <laughs> so once again ashi and Funk depression dc thank you so much for coming on the sparks thank and pours podcast absolutely and please feel free to come back again of course you of know course. yes and thank you for tuning in this is the sparks and pours podcast see you later